Good morning, everyone. I'm Sarah. I am the director here at the Apple Developer Academy. And today, I want to welcome you to the first graduation of the first cohort of students of the first Apple Developer Academy in the United States. I am very proud of Michigan State University partnering with Apple with the support of the Gilbert Family Foundation for this unique learning experience in Detroit. I would like to pass it to two of our students, Mario and Raven, who are going to lead us through today's ceremony. Thank you. Woo! Yes. Hallelujah. Yes, 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 yes. Hello. Thank you, Dr. Gretter. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our space. My name is Super Mario, and you can follow me on all social media platforms at 313-SUPA, baby, okay? All right. All right. Let's take a moment to give it up for ourselves. We have made it. We are the first Apple Developer Academy in North America to graduate. Yes. Yes. Uh. Not only did we make it, we all have created things that would change the world and everyone should be really proud of themselves. Personally, back in 2021, during my yearly ritual of watching a WWDC keynote, I heard Tim Cook say, our developer academies, including the newest in Detroit, prepare the coders of tomorrow with valuable tools and training. At that moment, I rushed to the internet to learn more about this new academy. To my surprise, I found an application with weeks left to apply. So I was so excited to hear my favorite tech company is investing in Detroit. My first thoughts were, there has to be a catch. Like, how much will this cost me? Or you probably already got to have experience in developing apps. And that wasn't the case. I told myself, I am definitely applying now. And to my surprise, here I am. Okay? Here I am. <laughs> but honestly, as a black man in America, it is hard to find opportunities like this that gives you the skills to get started in tech. Black employees only make up 7.4% of the tech workforce, according to CNBC. And that's sad. So. Tim Cook inspired me, and hopefully I will inspire the next generation of developers, including my child. And that's what the Reggie Initiative is all about. So thank you, MSU, Apple, Gilbert Family Foundation, Rocket, Family of Companies, for giving me the chance to change the narrative around black tech and making my son proud of his daddy. Thank you. Thank you all, thank you all. Uh, next, I would like to introduce President Stanley from MSU. Everyone, please welcome Dr. Stanley. Well, well thank you so much, Mario, and um, your enthusiasm is incredible. Um, I hope I won't be a letdown after that. He's really amazing. 
but, but thank you for setting such a high bar. Um, it's great to be back in Detroit, first of all. It's great to come from East Lansing and be in Detroit again. And this is a day I've been looking forward to ever since we learned about the Academy, this first graduation. I can't tell you how excited about it. And seeing you all today and seeing the reality of it, um, I'm really touched by what's been happening here. And I'll talk a little more about that in a second. Um, I want to thank uh, Mayor Duggan for being here today to represent what is the dynamic city of Detroit. Yeah. I, I can tell you this is one person who's respected around the country for what he's been doing in Detroit. He's extraordinarily busy, so thank you so much for taking the time today to be a part of it. We really appreciate it. So I'm really pleased that Apple recognized the potential of Detroit and Michigan for locating this amazing program. And I'm really proud that the company chose Michigan State as well. You had options for this, and we appreciate the opportunity to do this with you. Uh, I know the program has and will continue to transform its participants. When I look at everybody today and I think about when I saw you nine months ago when I first toured, uh, the maturity, growth and maturity, the ability to present that I saw today, you have been learning in this location. You have been making a difference, and I think it's going to serve you very well for your futures. So congratulations to each and every one of you at that. So this is a little different from the recent commencement I did, which involved thousands of Michigan State University graduates in a basketball arena. But it's no less important, meaningful, and certainly at least as joyful. So again, I'm so glad to be here. And my pride in, my, in your accomplishments as graduates uh, is great, and I think is going to continue to grow over the years as we see what you're going to accomplish. I've enjoyed meeting many of today's graduates and visits since last fall. And I understand that I might be seeing at least one of you this fall at Michigan State, Paul Campbell, entering the College of Engineering. Paul worked out a schedule to complete his high school requirements during his mornings this year while attending the academy in the afternoon. So I'm going to be the first to welcome you to MSU, and I'm just going to say, Paul, go green. Excellent. Excellent. At our commencement, I remind Spartans that they continue a line stretching more than 160 years. But Apple Academy graduates, you have the unique distinction of being first. You break the path for those who will come after you, and I hope there are many more. Graduates, you represent a wide range of backgrounds, ages, and experience, but together, as the Detroit Apple Developer Academy Class of 22, you represent the grit and innovative spirit of Detroit for a new age of entrepreneurship and creativity. That's a pause. You truly are an inspiration to all of us, and I congratulate each and every one of you on this achievement. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. My name is Raven Scott, and I will be the other MC of the day. It is my distinct honor and pleasure to present our next guest, I want to ask you guys a question. Have you ever heard of Detroit Demo Day? If so, you are seeing a piece of the genius that is James Fegan. James is no stranger to entrepreneurship. He is the director of entrepreneurship at the Rocket Community Fund. The entrepreneurship team's goals is to elevate Detroit as a destination for small businesses and high growth for startups by deploying capital and supportive resources. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Mr. James Fegan. Thank you for that wonderful intro, Raven. I've actually been uh, promoted in the truest sense, new job, 
title, new responsibilities, but no money. But I am now the Director of Economic Mobility for the Gilbert Family Foundation. <laughs> Thank you. So what's important about that is I get to work on Dan and Jen's commitment to building economic opportunity for Detroiters. And I could give you all of our talking points and all the stuff on our website, but it's really what's happening in this room. And it's really this building itself. You know, what we look at, whether it's our work on building economic opportunity or it's our work on finding a cure for NF, it's about being bold and taking risks to break down barriers, to go where the th current answer is no on things and understand how do you make it different. So Mario came up here and shared the very important and real stats about the lack of representation in the innovation economy. So my job is to say, how do we change that? This academy and you guys being here today is a part of that. But it's not just today, right? You are a special group of people. There's about 100 folks around the world who will be able to say that they were a part of the first class of the Apple Developer Academy in North America. And that means a lot today, and you should celebrate today. But you know when it really means a lot? A year from now, when we're having the future of Demo Day, and I've got winners on stage, and your companies are competing. Or two years from now, when you're working with Josh's team, and Connect 313 is now a national model, and you're actually delivering on some of the promise of that program. Or five years from now, when some of you are at this podium leading different things. That's what gets me excited. Throughout my life and my career of mentorship and of investing in folks, to see where folks go from days like this is what gets me excited. Gordon, Sarah, Hillary, when we sat on those calls almost two years ago and I was fresh in my role and I was pressing you guys for timelines and how are we going to do this, how are we going to do that, and this was but a concept. There wasn't a building, there weren't mentors, there was just this great curriculum, this great idea, this commitment, and these partnerships between Apple, MSU, and the Gilbert Family Foundation. And for me to stand here today and see this room full of folks that have completed this amazing curriculum, it really warms my heart. And I'll just end by saying this. When we walked in a couple of weeks ago with Jay Farner and Dan Gilbert, um, most of you, you know, that might have been your first time getting a chance to meet them. They are some seriously smart people. And they came with their full selves. It wasn't just, there weren't even photos. It wasn't a photo op at all. But they were serious about getting into the nuts and bolts of what you were building. And so for me to sit there and listen to the students have command, not just over the subject matter, not just over the platforms, but the details of what they were building, respond on the fly, and communicate confidently. That gives me all the proof that I need that this group is going to go on to do special things. I'm proud to support you today, and I'm proud to support you in the future. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, James. Now our next guest, many of you know as the mayor of the city of Detroit. I thought about which way to introduce him, whether it be the way we met each other or to talk about his great accomplishments. I decided to talk about his great accomplishments. I know this man as my big boss. He proudly represents the great city of Detroit by taking on the task that many would shy away from. Mayor Duggan isn't just one to talk about it, but he is one to take action. He was born in Detroit and has spent his entire career working in the city to solve complex problems facing Detroiters. Some of those include crime, blight, workforce, and education. 
he and his team have been supportive of Apple's efforts in Detroit, more specifically with the partnership between Apple's CEI and Grow Detroit's young talent. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce to you the mayor of the city of Detroit, Mayor Michael Duggan. Well, I had to be here uh, today to share this moment, and of course, we're enormously pl- proud of one of our star employees, Raven Scott, who did this uh, part-time. But uh, if, if you don't know Raven's story, when we landed the Jeep plant that got built on Mac Avenue, 5,000 jobs, and, 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 and Jeep said to us, we'll hire Detroiters if you can give us the candidates. We held these huge recruiting fairs, hundreds of people at a time in churches, uh, to tell them, here's the qualifications, and Raven was the MC. So she'd have 500 people in a room, she'd have them all fired up, they're all set to go, and then they'd introduce me, and the energy kind of go down. So I brought the team and I said, I want to keep talking to these groups, but we're changing the program. I speak before Raven. Uh, but today at her graduation day, uh, she flipped the script and uh, uh, we're so proud of her. And we are also proud of Oscar Chapa, who's now joining the city of Detroit with Connect 313. Uh, so. I I have to say, I've got to thank Apple for picking Detroit, Michigan State, the Gilbert Family Foundation. But when they first called and told me about the Apple Developer Academy, uh, I'm a Detroiter, you know that, because my reaction was the same as Mario's. What's the catch? I didn't believe it, right? That, that, That Detroiters have not had these kinds of opportunities, no matter how talented you are. Uh, if you've been through too many of our schools, you don't get the opportunities with the mentorships, the jobs, the internships, etc. So to come here and take advantage of that talent uh, was hard for me to believe. But they did a great job setting it up, and you were the pioneers. You were the first ones. You didn't know what you were getting into, right? When you walked in here the first week, what's this all about? What's it going to mean? How important is the certificate going to be? And for all Detroiters who are skeptical, they wanted to see is it real. And I want you to think about your contribution. Not only have you improved your own lives and your own futures, but this fall, 200 members are coming into this academy because you paved the way for them. Uh, So think about the impact you're going to have as we go forward and create uh, more and more opportunities. And so it's just so exciting to have this in the city of Detroit. There was no way I was going to miss this graduation to be here to say congratulations to all of you. Thank you so much, Mayor Duggan. So now we do the fun stuff. You all are about to experience the demonstrations of three apps that were chosen to be featured today, and we're going to start with Team Powerhouse. Let's welcome them. My name is Marcus Mead, and I'd like to introduce to you my team, Juan Rubio. Joshua Gomez, Alex Enriquez, Gabriel Martinez, and Jonathan Cameron. And we'd like to share with you all our app, and I'm going to pass it over to Juan. Thank you, Marcus. 
Um, on my team and I today, we have a question for everybody here. By a show of hands, how many people here know anybody with any severe allergies or even have any severe allergies themselves? Okay, wow, that's more than I thought. Well, well, this is for you. And today I'd like to tell you a story that inspired me to join this team and create this amazing app. And the story started about three years ago. Three years ago, it was just me and my mom. We were in Cancun enjoying this amazing vacation, right? But it didn't turn out to be so amazing after all. While we're there trying the amazing food, we had these amazing shrimp tacos, right? Later, after we get done eating, we go for this walk. And then I notice my mom having a shortness of breath. And then I'm thinking, well, is it because we're walking? And then it gets really out of hand. And then I get concerned and I ask, are you okay? And she says, I don't know what's going on. And then I start panicking. I literally just panic. I don't know what to do. We're in Cancun. I don't know what to do. Thankfully, we get medical attention. And my mom's feeling way better. She's breathing normal. The doctor is sitting there explaining to her what happened, why it happened. And then at the end, he says the thing that changed our life forever. He said, ma'am, after 42 years of being alive, you've developed your first allergy to shellfish. And I'm sitting there with my mom, and we look at each other like, what does it mean to be allergic to shellfish? Now, I've never had an allergy, let alone my mom or anybody in my family. So I didn't know what to do. I knew our life was going to change forever. And then I started thinking, when we go back home, my mom already takes some um, two to three hours shopping for like five items, right? Well, now she has to go through each single aisle and look at each single ingredient label to make sure if she can even buy the product, let alone, you know, eat it, consume it. And then I think, well, when she goes shopping with me, she also tends to forget her glasses for some reason, right? And it's probably because she wants me to read the ingredient labels for her. Well, then I think, well, what happens when I'm not there? My mom has a whole new lifestyle to adapt to. What happens when I'm not there to help her? Well, this is why my team and I created this amazing app called BiteSight. BiteSight empowers users, just like my mom, who just developed a new allergy, to have the confidence and to have the convenience of still being able to shop. But now she has, a phone, she has an app on her phone that uses her camera to simply detect life-threatening ingredients within the matter of seconds. So now my mom is safe when I'm not there or when she needs assistance. Now, right here, I have my teammate Josh <laughs> to demonstrate to you how super simple it is to use BiteSight. So one of the first things a user will get greeted by when they download our app is this big button in the middle of the screen that will say tap here to set up preferences. So I'm going to go ahead and click that. And in this demonstration, I'm going to be pretending like I'm allergic to milk, peanuts, and eggs. And as you can see, our app mainly focuses on allergies, but we also have a dietary section. So people who follow strict diets can easily scan for those ingredients they're trying to avoid. So now I'm going to click that Save button in the top right-hand corner. And the first item I'm going to scan is this snack bag. You can see immediately after pointing my camera at this food label, it lights up with red boxes. Those are the boxes that are they're finding based on my preferences. And there's haptic feedback going on. That means the phone is vibrating so I can know exactly what's going on without even looking at the phone. And if you look closely, those words are not just milk, eggs, and peanuts. It's also all the derivatives for those items. So I can tell easily what's, what's going on so I can avoid my allergy. All right, the second item I'm going to scan is this candy bar. With this, I'm going to pretend like I'm not wearing my glasses. I want to be able to read this label. I'm by myself in the back of a store. What am I going to do? With BiteSight, I can be 100% confident to, to, so I can keep my, me, my family, and my friends safe to not have an allergic reaction. Think about how much time this would save Juan and his mother. Those two to three hours it takes for them to shop, five minutes maybe scanning each label, 
now turns into five seconds with BiteSight. Oh, one of, the, one of the next things I'm going to do, just like in Juan's situation, he was in a foreign country. He didn't have any service, so I'm going to go ahead and turn on airplane mode, and now I'm going to scan this bottle. As you can see, nothing is going on. There's no red boxes, there's no vibrations, there's no sounds. What are we going to do? That's because BiteSight didn't see anything. So I'm going to double check this food label and make sure it's 100% safe for me, as everyone should. And then I see red 40. That's an ingredient I want to really avoid. It's really unhealthy. So I'm going to go back into my preferences and go to our keyword feature. That's a feature where a user can input any word they want to search for that's not already in our list of toggles. I'm going to go ahead and save that, and instantly, Red40 is found. That's our live demo. And I want to say, BiteSight wants to be an extra step, a safety net, a precaution for people who have or know someone who has severe allergies. Download BiteSight today and save a life. Thank you, Team Powerhouse. Next, we will have the crew. Everybody, please welcome the crew. All right. We're going to go ahead and do an introduction. We are the crew. All right. My name is Raven. This is Delon. This is Chrissy. This is Brianna, Mofe, and Anthony. Y'all, I am so hungry. Okay. Uh-oh, another day of Raven being hungry. I can't help it. But you know they said we had to hurry up and finish this last project, yeah, right? This project is key. We got to get this done. I know, but CBL. Yeah, CBL's key. Challenge-based learning, yeah. right? So I looked up some stuff Okay. to kind of help us along this way. Mm -hmm. So let's go over a couple things that I found. All right, talk to me. What you find, Raven? There are about 5.2 billion phones for 4.3 billion users. So what you're trying to tell me is that there are more phones in the world than there are people? That's exactly what I'm saying. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. And the average iOS user takes about 182 photos a day. 182? 182, but okay. that means that they take about six photos every single day. Now that you think about it, I do be kind of in the mirror like, yeah, let me get my snap on, one, two, yeah. one, two, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. But then the last thing I found was that there are 331.4 million Americans in the U.S. All right, so I got a question for you. Go ahead. Are they hungry just like you? They are. Oh, Glad man. you said that. Okay, okay. So the thing about it is that about 77% of those people are looking for food on the Internet, okay. right? But the thing is, is that they're going to a website. So how about, and hear me out, Okay. what if we built an app okay. that could include food, food, pictures, snap, snap, and <laughs> pictures and also just, I could do all of this in the palm of my hand. So if we did that, mm -hmm. what would we call this app? Excitement. No, that don't sound too good. Um, exploration. No. No. Expose. Expose. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. There we go, there we go. So it'll use your past memories uh -huh. in your phone okay. to help you create new ones. I like that. You like it? I like it a lot. So, Mofe, All right. you're the coding genius of the group, right? Okay. I need you to tell me wow, okay. what things we need to use or what, what we need to use in order to build this out. Right, okay, okay. So it looks like you're trying to use your pictures to create new experiences around you, right? Yes. yes. So is privacy concerned during this process? Yeah. Definitely. Well, luckily, 
with Apple's all-on-device machine learning technology, mm-hmm. that's all possible, all on your device. Okay. Which sounds good, right? Yeah. yeah. So, you also like to show places on the map, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's the next part. Okay. So, with MapKit technology, that's also possible on your phone. Well, luckily, I can pass it over to Anthony to show you how exactly this is going to look like on your device. All right. Okay. So, thank you, Mofei. So, we're going to do a quick demo to show you how our app works. So the first thing that you're going to see is the onboarding privacy screens that lets you know that we don't store any of your photos in the cloud, online. Everything is all on device. So we're going to go ahead and scan a few photos that I've got on my phone. Anthony, you was playing basketball with Steph Curry? Yeah, I don't like to brag, but you know. Okay, all right, I see you. So we're going to go ahead and scan those photos with Steph Curry, you know. And uh, so our machine learning algorithm shows you all those photos have been analyzed and the interests have been extracted. Now let's take a trip over to San Francisco. Mm, we like San Francisco. You know, let's grab some pizza while we're at it. Okay. <laughs> so we'll click up top, which is all those interests that the photos were analyzed. Mm. Nice. And we'll go ahead and click on pizza, and that shows us a pizza spot. Next up, let's grab some coffee. Same thing. Click up top. Shows you your interest. Next, let's play some basketball, you know, with Wait Steph Curry maybe. You play basketball? Well, that's the height thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know. So we're going to go... Shoot some hoops, work off that pizza, and next up, since we're in San Francisco, let's check out some of that scenic beauty there. I'm going to go ahead and select a photo of a waterfall that I took a couple years ago, and it analyzes it, and it shows it as a cliff. So let's check out some cliffs in the area. So we've got Tamales Bluff. Nice. So we'll go ahead and take a hike. So Raven, I know you said you were hungry, but we took your past memories and created new experiences based on this trip. I love it. Okay. So now that we can build this out, yeah, right? Right. Delon, I need you to tell everybody in this room okay. how they can get exposed. Got you. So everybody knows that a picture is worth a thousand words. Mm-hmm. Well, to the crew, it's worth even more in experiences. What we would like for you to do is scan the QR code right there. You're going to download it on Test Flight and get exposed today. We are the crew, and that was our app, Expose. Thank you. Or give it up for the crew one more time. One more time. All right, all right. All right. So, and this uh, brother coming up next is so resourceful. I want to say I really appreciate all the resources you put in River and how you helped my team Waitscape. Okay? <laughs> Everyone, please welcome Samir. Hi, friends. I'm Samir from Be Aware, a deaf-assistant app designed with safety and communication in mind. Our project would not have been possible without teamwork and passion from Raven, Xavier, and Hitesh, <laughs> to, name, to name just a few behind this massive project. We worked on this app in a previous challenge, but I still continue to work on it because of stories that motivate me, like Frank's. Everyday Frank, age 16, goes to school by public transport in Detroit, and his hearing disability never affected him. Then one day, someone trying to speak with Frank punched and broke his front tooth because he felt disrespected because he didn't know that Frank is deaf. Because of that, John, his father, told me that he became more anxious for his son's well-being. And ever since then, 
He began to look for solutions, but they were all too expensive or unpopular to trust. We have over 600,000 deaf or hard of hearing residents in Michigan right now. Isn't that unbelievable? 600,000 deaf or hard of hearing residents. That's one person for every three households in every city, in every neighborhood. And it also includes babies and their parents. Introducing Be Aware, the only app that can transform your iPhone into a free, customizable alerting device. Even after learning to read lips, Michiganders who are deaf like Frank have squishy balls thrown at them to get their attention. But thanks to the LED flash on their phones and push notifications that go on their Apple Watch, life is so much easier and a lot less painful. There are dozens of stories that people like John personally told me where the app would have helped them in the past, like at a traffic stop. A cop called two other backup cars and arrested Frank just because he couldn't answer the cop's questions. John confided that it would have been a lot more different if his son had been black. From researching and interviewing deaf users across different countries and languages, we decided we studied essential tools that they used in their everyday lives, and so we created the best version of a notepad where they can avoid retyping repetitively. Moreover, for the deaf who are mute as well, starting from iOS 16, you can actually have audio conversations over live phone calls in the app by playing the typed text as speech to the text, as speech to the caller, and then live transcribing this speech into text from the caller. Isn't it amazing what you can do with the iPhone? Just like those of us who can hear pretty well, people who identify with these stories want the same freedom of safety and communication. And by using Be Aware, they get closer to just that. The app works 100% offline without internet. And the speech to text uses the latest iOS 15 libraries that make transcription extremely fast and it works in 15 languages, which covers the primary language spoken in over 50 countries. Ever since we published the app a few months ago, two and a half months exact, I checked it, we've gotten overwhelming response. Initially, it was pretty slow, so we decided to improve localization, and we spent many days and nights researching how to get the app into the hands of people who actually need it. So apart from the hundreds of places that we posted the app, I posted the app one night on Y Combinator's Hacker News at 3 AM. And we made it to the number one spot within an hour. That, <laughs> that gave us a huge bump in downloads. And we had visitors from 78 countries. We made the code open source for everyone to search and reuse. Apart from sharing the knowledge and presentations and technical blog posts with over 30,000 views, our code has also helped Lloret Alvaro in Portugal on his final PhD thesis. We even shared with thousands how we marketed the app on a shoestring budget. But not only are we providing a resource for the world, but our focus is here in Detroit. We have been reaching out to educators, government agencies, engaging with community leaders and entrepreneurs. We were recently invited to speak at a Detroit Soup, 
their popular monthly local competition for small businesses, and amidst fierce competition, the attendees voted us in first place. Thank you, everyone. You guys are so supportive. <laughs> so what's the big vision for Be Aware? We are planning on a whole new mode of communication, throwing assumptions out of the window. With breakthroughs in augmented reality, we can provide live transcription without even having to look down upon your phone. We can use machine learning already on every single iPhone running iOS 15 to convert things like thunderstorms into visual and sensory experiences to convey intensities of lightning strikes. Be Aware is rethinking the possibilities of Apple technology for the deaf and hard of hearing communities based on all that we have learned here in this academy. That, my friends, is Be Aware. We would love for you to follow us and on social media support us so you can get the latest updates on our journey. If you haven't already, please download the app by scanning the QR code or just looking it up on the App Store. Thank you. All right, so the next presenter I want to bring up, my favorite, uh, Lisa Jackson is Apple's Vice President of Environment, Policy, and Social Initiatives. She previously led the EPA under President Obama and currently sits on Biden's Council of HBCU Advisors. She also leads Apple's $100 million racial equity and justice initiative. She focused on education, economic opportunity, and criminal justice reform. The program that brought this academy to Detroit. Everyone, please give a warm welcome to Lisa Jackson. Mario, you are traveling with me. I need, I need you in my life. I do. I do, I do. Raven, you can lead all the meetings, so we good. We good. I'm sure the mayor will have something to say about that. Well, thank y'all. Let me look at y'all for a second. Wow. Congratulations. So can y'all believe it that you're here at this moment where all your hard work has paid off? I do want to be amongst the first to say congratulations, graduates. Today is so special because you are first. You heard about how you're first. You're the first graduates of our Developer Academy in the United States. You're here in the first national building in downtown Detroit. And because you have set such a high bar, you are second to none. It's a very inspiring legacy. I really want to salute you when I think about the legacy you are putting forth into the world. This place will be now part of your legacy because you have set the bar. And you did it as the, the city, the country, the world was dealing with this pandemic. It's been a time of real challenges and rapid change. So when you talk about challenge-based learning, you had more than your fair share. COVID made our world feel smaller, and you rose to that challenge. Developers like you have shown us through it all that the distance between us cannot and should not constrain our creativity and must not constrain our connections to each other. That's the promise inherent in the work that you've done here. 
and the education that you received here. It's about people, it's about positive impacts, it's about the positive impact that innovation can have on lives. That is a mission that is deeply resonant with all of us at Apple. Every single day, we join this company and we work to infuse technology with the values that we bring, that now you bring to it. Whether we're protecting people's privacy, thank you all for acknowledging the importance of that, especially in this time, but also designing products to be accessible to all. One of the things I love about our technology is the accessibility is in the software, not in the hardware. So you can take this software and make this piece of hardware as accessible as you want it to be. And it's an extraordinary uh, tool for talented, brilliant developers like yourself. Two years ago, our values motivated us to launch a racial equity and justice initiative. And we focused on three areas, education, because it's at the core of who we are, economic empowerment, because none of it means a thing if we don't do for us, by us, and lift ourselves up, and criminal justice reform, uh, because that is such a part of what motivated racial equity and justice discussions within our company. There are, Apple, there are issues where Apple has a strong sense of urgency, and we knew there would be power in addressing them. In these two years, we have partnered with Hispanic-serving institutions and historically black colleges and universities to bring coding centers to local communities. We launched an impact accelerator to fight systemic barriers to opportunity, while at the same time advancing businesses with innovative solutions for climate change. And we partnered with nonprofit and community leaders advocating for criminal justice reform and against mass incarceration. These are issues that are obviously far bigger than one company, one community, or even one country. But we feel a real sense of urgency to be part of the solution. And we thought about where we should do that and how we could engage in this work. We thought about Detroit. After all, this is a city with a vibrant legacy of black and brown entrepreneurship and innovation. You can feel the energy here, not just in this room, but you can feel what's happening here. You can feel the creativity, and you can feel that it's all people-powered, and that it celebrates diversity of people, cultures, and class. We knew that if we built something here, it would take off like a rocket. And thanks to you and our incredible partners at Michigan State, it has done exactly that. Now, your time here has prepared you. You are prepared with new skills, new ideas, and I hope you feel a new sense of possibility for the future you're going to create for yourselves. You're in really good company. Today's iOS app economy supports more than 2.2 million jobs in the U.S., so your opportunities are endless. Already you've built incredible apps that made a difference in your communities, whether they're supporting Detroit small businesses or crowdsourcing information about neighborhoods around this historic city. Your innovation also reminds us of technology's potential to change lives. We all just saw BiteSight. We can help identify what's in food easily and quickly and safely. We also saw Be Aware, which quickly transcribes speech for deaf or hard of hearing users. And we all need some expose in our lives. <laughs> it's inspiring work, and I'm so excited to see how you're going to use what you've learned to serve your community. A great example is Oscar Chapa, who will soon become the city of Detroit's first ever digital equity manager. Stand up one more time. 
น้องพี่ชายเราจะมาเล่นกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้งนะครับเราจะพาเราไปเรียนกันอีกครั้
We learned that collaboration means better communication. Even when it may be tough, at the end of the day, it's worth it. We had to accept that even in uncertainty, there is beauty in trusting the process. If I could leave my classmates and everyone in the room with a couple of pieces of advice, it would be, remember your why, even when you don't know when, where, or how. Remember yourself, who you are, what you've overcome. You deserve to be in the room. Don't hold yourself hostage to the mistakes that you've made. Remember, you're a masterpiece, and no one knows exactly how many mistakes you've made in your life. All they see is the finished product of who you are. Don't give up on your dreams. Don't give up on your goals. Remember who you are every single day when you look at yourself in the mirror. My challenge to you is to take part in what's happening in our amazing city. Use your gifts to be the individual who instructs, informs, and inspires. You are now a part of history. You are a part of the history of Detroit. And in the, the words of our mayor, Michael E. Duggan, we're going to start afresh, and we're going to do the best we can to deliver the kinds of services that the people in this city, our city, deserve. Congratulations to us, the first class of the 2022 North American Apple Academy. Y'all, we did it.